There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network. It's pick six time, and it really should just be changed to the Weatherman Show because the Weatherman has done it once again from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Last week, he goes five and one. Uh, producer Joe with us on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines, G Unit, and the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Producer Joe, I feel like we've had a number of times where the weatherman has been 5-0 and and then, then winds up losing that sixth game. It's happened at least a couple of times. Uh, and I think, what, we had one weekend where me and you were both 6-0. and Am I correct? Is that is that what the data looks like here? Buckswell probably knows the answer. Uh, yes, yes. You and I both went 6-0 and one week. Uh, and, yeah, there's been a whole lot of 5-1s, and ones, it feels like, from the weatherman now. I haven't been tracking whether it's been uh, losing the first game or losing a middle game or losing a last game. Yeah, I feel but, like there's been a couple uh, times where he was 5-0. and We Like this past week, and we, he was on Mississippi State against Iowa. That was the one that we lost. Um, and I know a lot of people are betting with him. Uh, so what we had Oklahoma State against Missouri, won that. Purdue-Auburn over, which shipped in the first half. Duke plus three. Uh, which won Florida plus six against Michigan, which won in the lock of the week, was Syracuse minus two against West Virginia, which won. And then the final one was Mississippi State on New Year's Day, minus seven. Yeah. And I actually watched that because I was I, live betting the Bulls, and I don't know if I can do this with some other things over the course, and I don't give a damn what sport it is. If there's money in it, it fine. It becomes a job whether I like it or not. I happen to like watching college football, but there was so much equity in live betting the bowl games because you truly could tell, with the exception of, God, I don't know. Joe, I know we both were on Memphis, Wake Forest. You were on Memphis. I was on Wake Forest. But Weatherman loved that Wake Forest, even when they were down 27-10. There was another game, I feel like, where one team started out one way and then it flipped. I guess Penn State came back against Kentucky uh, and then Washington against Ohio State. Alabama, Oklahoma certainly would fall into that category, but you're talking about a huge sample size, and for the most part, you got a sense of where that game was going in the first quarter. There, of course, were exceptions as I listed, but for the most part. So therefore, for example, the one that I keep citing, although there were others, betting Oklahoma State plus 10 is where it wound up going against Missouri, and then seeing that game get to, I think, 31-16, there was a spot where I bet Missouri plus five and a half. And so at that point, you have a 15 and a half point middle where mm-hmm. worst case scenario is you're paying the juice um, or you're, you're essentially free rolling for, for twice what you bet. And that's and that's where we really made some money here over the last week or two. So it's at the live betting, I don't know if they're able to keep up with it effectively because I just feel like there's a big edge in it. Of course, you have to come out of the gate with the right play. You don't have to, but that's where more of your money has to wind up being anyway. And then you find that middle. And in the Bulls, God, you wound up having these wide middles. Because Georgia was a what if I got Georgia, I, well, I got Texas plus 14 and a half. And there was that a, was what, that's when it closed. Yeah. yeah. And, and then there, there was obviously a time where I think it got to 13 and a half. So you could have had a 27-point middle. I think it got to that. 
Uh, yeah, it did actually. I know it did. Um, so anyway, my point is, is that's that's a that's a, from a gambling strategic standpoint. Is I and again, it's not me. It's learning from a guy who's doing it successfully. Uh, there are some ways to uh, increase your win rate. But anyway, the weatherman goes five and one in week eighteen. That improves the record to sixty six and thirty seven against the spread for the season, uh, 64.1%. And if I'm not mistaken, Gangster Pete, 47 and 18 since week eight, 47, 18, which is 73% and change. Meanwhile, uh, G unit and producer Joe, uh, you boys are in a battle here and it's, 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 it's fun to watch. Uh, it's, it's neat. It's, it's kind of like watching the Eagles and Vikings, Try and get that final spot in the NFC uh, as you're sitting here and resting Drew Brees. That's how I would describe how I observe the final few weeks of this thing. Producer Joe is 53 and 52, and G Unit is 51 and 51. Producer Joe, your thoughts on being able to hold off G Unit as we have eight total games to pick the rest of the way? I uh, I am willing <laughs> to offer him since I do have a lead. I guess I would be considered minus 110. And- you are up one and a half games. Do we agree, do we all agree with that? So I would make him plus one ten. Let's just call it a plus one ten for him. So if he wants to make a hundred dollar bet, Ooh. on the way out. All right, he's throwing something down now, G Unit. I will uh, I will attempt to recoup some of the dollars that I already sent to you this week. Yeah, you were a gentleman for Venmoing me that. Yeah, well, I mean, once I had reached the magic number, there was there was it was pointless to sit there and hold on to it. I'd rather just rip the Band-Aid off, pay you, and be done with it. God bless. Um, uh, so I will, uh, I, will, I will offer him a $100 bet for the remainder see, of the G- way through. And now look. G-Unit's doing some week. math, I see, over on well, his No, I'm just so, so next notepad. Next would be plus 110, you're saying. Yes, he did I, say I'm, that. I'm calling, it, I'm calling him plus 110. Uh, and that, I mean, look, if, uh, if after this week, uh, you know, we, we have to – to change the the odds a little bit, then we can extend another one dollar or a hundred dollars. Oh wow, bet. it's like a press. Wow, wow, wow. It's like a press. Hey, but just to be clear, so because because you said one and a half game lead, it's really one game lead, right? So if we're t- if, if well, hold on. Here's how I look at it like baseball standings. So Joe has fifty three wins. G Unit has fifty one wins. Are we both? Are we all correct on this? Wasn't well, it percentage? Yes. Or is it total wins? Okay. It's, well, no. The if if it's somehow some way we end up tied. The tiebreaker has always been lock of the week, lock. and and yeah. for the record, Joe's seven and eleven, and G Unit seven and ten. That's what I have. Is that what you have, Pete? I want to make sure that we're on. I have Joe at seven eleven, and Unit at six. And so 11. the total oh, wins. Okay, so I must have fucked that up. So the total wins doesn't have anything to do with it, though. Just to be sure. It's so I'm okay. one game back. I mean, I'm 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 five hundred, and he's one game above five hundred. That's what I have. Yeah, that is accurate. All right. I mean, but I would lose the tiebreaker. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, I mean. I, it's a it's a good discussion to have. It might not be a good discussion for the listener per se, although they're just skipping ahead to hear what I say. The weatherman's picked anyway, <laughs> but uh, because, it, like I said, if it's like the baseball standings, Joe has a one game lead on the win side because you get a half game for each differential. We agree with that. You see what I'm saying? And then he has a half game lead on the loss side, uh, so one and a right. half. You see what I'm saying? That now, yep. so that that's that's. 
That's how I. Speak but I'm to never going to get to that many games. I mean, the reason why the baseball does that is because there, there's more games to be played. I don't get to play more. Right, games. but I mean, Joe. But I mean, you're in, in the sense. I, I guess push. you're finally being I, you're you're finally being penalized. There is a, there is a penalty for pushing because the reason you have less. Is we all pick the same amount of games, but you have more pushes. You've had a number of pushes. But what if we both finished under 500? Then the push actually is better. Then, you are correct. That is correct. But yes. would that would the final rankings show that out based on what you're saying? He's going to have more wins, probably. God, I was just, I was just, I said, let's knock this one out real quickly because <laughs> I got, and now, but hey, it's a fair question. When money's on the line, it needs to be tended to. It's just not something from an outsider's I, view. I think it's more interesting if it's the winning percentage. Okay, I thought I, that's what we were always I, going for. Well, yeah, whatever I'm you guys agree to is fine with me. I don't care. And you can. And so, are we doing a lock of the week this week? Uh, two yes. picks and a lot, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. That... I really have G unit is seven and ten on the locks. You you guys agree six and eleven? If that's the case, I right. haven't looked at this shit. I I've always just trusted you guys. I don't know what I don't know if any of this. Stuff's oh, I mean, oh, what do you have, Joe? Fuck, I'm probably winning this contest. <laughs> uh, uh, that's not the case. <laughs> I sent you the sheet, my most recent one. I think he's six and eleven, and I'm seven and ten. All right. Well, I have Joe is seven and eleven. This is interesting. We all have three different numbers. I have Joe at seven eleven and Unit at six and eleven. So as okay. of now, yeah. we have eight picks left. I would have to make up two picks to win because I, I I'm down one, and I lose if we tie. Uh, well, we're going with percentages. Yeah, so going winning percentage. Highly, highly unlikely tie, that we're going to tie percentage wise unless I I pick up a push and. We run through there, and then all bets are null and void from that point forward. Oh, you're right. Unless we're 50, uh, unless we both finish 50-50. That's really the, the most likely tie. Well, that's correct. a bet. That's a bet. That's a, that's a bet. You accepted the wager. That's a bet, yeah. You accepted the wager. And, and for the record, before we went on air, Joe, I had said I would set myself at minus 130 at this point mm. based on <laughs> your streaking. Um, but we got a bet. Maybe we'll, we'll reassess next week. Good luck. Oh, I mean, if you want to be minus 130, that's fine. No, I no, we already set the bet at plus 110. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm basing it on the fact that I'm winning. Uh, I'm still beating you in the competition. Now, if we're, you know, I guess this is really live betting, and trends would say, yes, your minus 130 is probably about right, but I, uh, I'll set it at plus 110 uh, on a $100 wager. All right, there it is. The uh, wager uh, is in between producer Joe and G-Unit. Uh, I lead things off this week. We're picking two games, then a lock, and we shall start things off with, uh, we have to pick, well, no matter what, I think we have to pick NFL this week, uh, unless Joe has three soccer games he likes. But uh, we'll start off with the Chargers, plus three at the Ravens. The weatherman says he likes Rivers and the receivers here, and it outweighs coaching and physicality matchup. The Chargers have had two weeks to revisit Baltimore's win in L.A., and the Ravens' gimmicky offense won't have as much success the second time around. Also, Rivers was off in the first game, and I'll take a more holistic approach to his play in the second half of the season. Add in three points, and this is an easy pick. Chargers plus three. Two and a half. At the Ravens. God bless us all. Uh, Cowboys. That, that was two and a half minus 120. It's going to that's Going, going to three. Chargers in a big way? It's going three. Uh, Cowboys minus one and a half versus the Seahawks. He says, the world seems to be going on Seattle here. I'm not. Here's why. Seattle is not a good road team and hasn't been all year. Even their home wins are largely underwhelming. I don't like their offensive line, and that won't travel well to Dallas. The line seems to be thinking this is 2013 Seattle, which they're not. Seattle is getting outgained in nearly every game. Also, the Cowboys are finally a good home team. It's only one and a half, and I think Dallas is the only home team. 
<laughs> wow, amazing. Uh, that will win this weekend. I think Dallas wins by at least 10. One note, back in week three, Seattle won 24-13 at home over Dallas. Seattle was plus three in turnovers that day and only won by 11. So the two picks are in from the weatherman before we go to locks. We are on the Chargers, apparently two and a half, and the Cowboys minus two. Those plays are in. What up, unit? You're up next. I got to go against the weatherman, Seahawks. I hate I hate doing this, but you, you just got to go with uh, Russell Russell Wilson in prime time and Pete Carroll. Uh, plus, you get a couple points there. I, I just think the, the the Cowboys are are weak, coach very weak. <laughs> um, I don't know. Hell, I, I think Seattle could win this game by double digits. Okay, that was great database anal- analysis, and that's the that's that's the seventeen game difference between you and the weatherman. <laughs> well, for crunch for time, I'm just trying to push this through. I, sure. I, I can, okay, I then go you... ahead and go use your statistics that you've been saving. Well, up. let me tell you some other <laughs> something else about this Cowboys team. I, I said at the beginning of the year how young the defense was. Now, granted, they, they have really played played well, especially of late. But in the playoffs, I mean, you you got such a young team. I don't trust the quarterback to put it in the air. So it, once once Russell Russell Wilson has a couple phenomenal plays to start the game. They get off 10 to 3, 17 to 3. I mean, the Cowboys are fucked. There's just no way with with that with that quarterback to come back and in the, the you know, that that's what I think and I think that's a big problem. I do uh get a little scared about the kicking situation. Um, You're not on board with Sebastian Janikowski? I am inside the, the 30. Uh, or inside. Well, hell, he missed an extra point last week, I think. But it, I, I love him close by. But if they're, if they're going to need him to hit a 52-yarder to, to tie the game at the end, I'm, I'm a little little scared on that. Anyways, that's the bet. Seahawks. Number, Seahawks is in. Number two, Colts-Texans over 48-and-a-half. Interesting. Is that what you got, Gangster? 48-and-a-half? Yeah, 48. 48. Wow, see, the points move in favor of the uh, frat brothers. <laughs> well, that's interesting. This, that's something to keep an eye on, Producer Joe. You might want to get different odds. This line opened up at 47.5, and, and it um, it went up to 48.5, back to 48. These The thing about these teams, they're both known this season for having having great defenses, and they do, but the, the quarterbacks have been performing. Uh, I, I just think that this is going to be, be – this this might get into the 60s, I, and – and I think this is prob- This should be my lock of the week, but I got an even better pick, wow. so we'll leave it here. All right, Producer Joe, the floor is yours. I uh, I will start out with uh, going against you in all actuality because I'm going to take the Ravens. Uh, I had it at minus three. Is that what it's at now? Two and a half. Two, two and a half, even better. That means I win with a field goal, and I have the best field goal kicker in the league in Justin Tucker. And these two teams just played two weeks ago. Did anybody watch that game? Because I sure as hell did. And I watched the Ravens absolutely destroy the Chargers in that game. 361 total yards. They held the Chargers under 200 yards. It happened. It was a real game. It took place. And Unit was on it. Even as, <laughs> Melvin yes. Gordon was big in that game. Uh, it was. Oh, was that, was it, now, did Gangster Pete just sharpshoot a little bit right there? Gangster Pete just sharpshot. And that's fine. <laughs> they still, they're still playing against the Ravens in a defense that is better than anything else they're going to see the rest of the, uh, of the postseason. I love the Ravens here. Oh, and guess what? The game's in Baltimore. Even better. The last time they played it was in San Diego. How is San Diego going to hold up in Baltimore weather in January? So many questions there, and I'm not willing to bank on Phillip Rivers in the postseason. Next play. 
I am going to uh, take Alabama minus five and a half points. This is uh, step number two in my three and zero week. And uh, I, look, Notre Dame is nowhere close to Alabama. I understand what happened the other day, and I love Notre Dame in that game, and I still love Alabama in this one. Alabama is a much, much better team than anything Clemson has seen all season long. I still go back to the ACC. Clemson hasn't been tested. The, the, the toughest game I think they played all year still is Syracuse, and that game would have been completely different if Dungy didn't get hurt. I love Alabama minus five and a half. It's a 37-3 game, wasn't it? Uh, it's fine. It's still Notre Dame. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, well, you said it would be a totally different game, and there was a 34-point margin of victory. Uh, it's fine. They're still playing against Alabama. And, <laughs> okay. and for the life of me, laying the 14 points on Bama last week, I was jumping up. And, and granted, the weatherman did give me a first-half play, uh, and I appreciate that very much. But Wait, uh, what? Man, this... was, he, was he texting you or emailing you again? <laughs> what the fuck is, is going jealous. on here? <laughs> Pete's rigging spreads no, for the unit. I te- Joe's in I communication with the weatherman. Oh, no, no, no. I texted Tim, and Tim told me that the weatherman loves Alabama minus eight and a half in the first half. Yes, and we did so some shipping. It was a weatherman play. And uh, then we were pounding, wow, that was a great bet. pounding the under. Pounding the under live bet. I once, and then it was what was it? Up. What was the under throughout most of the game? It it stay. It was. I'm like, oh my god. I and I'm like, this is great because I guess squares are going over still. And I'm like, this. if you know game flow, and the, my main thing was after you saw Alabama go down the field and nearly score on the first play, it was like Warner to Bruce against the Vikings. Um, and I wanted to see how Oklahoma did offensively against Alabama's defense. And it was three and out. I think there were two sacks or one sack and a tackle for loss. I'm like, okay, I've got to hammer some more on the under. Oh, yeah. And then their second series was terrible. And I'm like, this is going to get dangerous because now I might put so much on the under. And then it got to a point, though, with Oklahoma turning it around that it looked like my minus eight and a half wasn't a sure thing in the first half. And so I wanted to wait to make sure I won that because I guess I played four times what I usually play on the Alabama minus eight and a half. Um, and then for whatever reason, with the uh, the site we use, it wasn't showing up as a pending bet. Um now the guy, because I texted him during the game, he he gave me you know it, it was proof. I mean, I, hell, I was on Facebook and Twitter talking about it, but he did acknowledge it was a bet. But I was then going to middle it because it got down the over. Then got did they down give to you the bet eventually? Yeah, he did. Wow. But I, did, I but I did text him during the game before it was over, saying, "Hey, I'm on the under and it's not showing up." You know, and there was, it was like early in the third quarter when I texted him that. Then the then the total got down to like sixty five and a half maybe. So I had the under at eighty three and a half. And it actually got up to 89 and a half, but I already had 80 and a half and 83 and a half. In game was 89 and a half? Yep. (laughs) And it was just, and and so I'm like, and I'm telling people, I'm like, pound the under. But I know a lot of people who, you know, are on the fan page or on Twitter, they're casual bettors, and casual bettors usually bet overs. And so, and then you see a team putting up points that easily, and you're going, how can you bet the over or the under? It's like counterintuitive. But if you know how the game script's going to go, which is what you thought, okay, Alabama's up 28 nothing. It's not like they're going to keep throwing. They're just going to start grinding clock. Then all of a sudden, stunningly, Oklahoma's able to move the football, and now you're going, oh, shit. But that wound up, it wound up middling, and by middling I mean it went over the 65-and-a-half and stayed under the 83-and-a-half, but it almost didn't cover. I think the final point total was 79. Uh, so yeah. it, it, it really did kind of teeter there. Uh, but because I didn't know that my my bets on the uh, live under were in, I didn't I didn't middle it because I didn't know if I was in his credit. What was the original day. line? Wasn't it about the, right around? It half. depended. It, it it moved. I think it kicked. I think you're right, Joe. It kicked off the 80, 80 and a half. 
so it did go under. I, I had it at eight. I played it at eighty and a half. And, and you went under? Uh, nope. Yeah, you're not an under guy. <laughs> but yeah, the live the live bet. Once you go over, you can't go under, baby. It's it's you know it. Uh, I, I I am a sucker. I am a sucker. I'm a sucker. I guess we should get to our lock of the week so I can be a sucker some more. Oh, you're, these you're lines are so sharp, though. I mean, the, I, that's what I this time of the year. In well, I saw I saw those first two series, and I'm like, and I'm sitting. I was up at Kirkwood Brewhouse with some friends, and I'm like, God, man, this is this is dangerous because unless something just changes like hugely. This thing's not even going to come close to 80 points. And sure enough, it did change stunningly that Oklahoma was able to move the football, which then led Alabama to have it to keep scoring. And then they, Oklahoma never stopped them. And, I'm, you know, again, I, it wasn't like it was a huge amount of money that I had been betting, and I already won more than I was betting just because I didn't know if my bets were in. But if I would have seen my bets going in, uh, I would have been I would have been pounding that under to a to a you know material amount, and then I would have started pounding the over to try and middle it. You know, I mean, because then it could have been a, it could have been a monster. It's just win. so easy to just keep refreshing and, and click, see, clicking I, and I clicking. I couldn't <laughs> no, believe I couldn't believe it that it wasn't going lower. It, when it was going up, I mean, it was like it's it was a like dangerous a thing. Though. It was like being a broker and going, oh my god. And then then you're thinking it's too good to be true. Then you start doubting yourself when it's going. I was still betting the over. I would have bet the under on eighty and a half, and then it goes to fucking eighty nine and a half. And that's a dangerous. Oh my God. When you got your phone with you and you can just refresh and, and bet, bet, bet. I mean, in like an NBA game, that shit changes so oh, quickly. Yeah. They hit a three pointer, all of a sudden yeah. it, that goes up two, that two, two and a half but, points. I mean, that's why that's why you have. I mean, in Europe, like, live betting is where it's is where it's all. It's moving. the future, baby. It's it's the present. But I agree with you that'll be mainstream. <laughs> it is absolutely the future. Uh, so locks of the week. Uh, I am on. I, I actually. I, I I don't know. Again, it's like I would have picked Missouri against Oklahoma State, and I would have picked Iowa against Mississippi State, so I would have gone one and one. The weatherman went one and one on those. Uh, but I give what the weatherman picks. The weatherman is on Clemson plus six against Alabama. I like that pick. Five uh, and a half. Uh, wow. Every I like pick. that pick, too. You like Clemson? Here's my thing. Here's why I would take Clemson, but I'll be pulling for Alabama. Uh, and I don't know what I'll bet. I'll just be live betting probably. Who and pulls for Alabama? Unless you're like I pull for Alabama. I do really, but I pull for Duke. I pull for the Yankees. I pull for Duke. I just I don't know. I like yeah, I, I like I like the I like the powerhouses. Then I like seeing huh. a team. That's just how I am. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, you know, I like when LeBron was in Cleveland. I like seeing the Cavaliers there. I like seeing the Warriors be there. So uh, you appreciate greatness. I guess that's what it is, Gangster Pete. That's because I recognize it in myself. I think. I think that's what it gets down to. <laughs> well. But uh, I, I saw Tua's interview on the field. And I don't know who he did the interview with, but he's. I asked him about his ankle, and he's like, "Yeah, it's you know, it's not that great." But you know, I'm like, "Wow." I mean, shut the fuck up, you pussy. That's what I. I wow, look at G unit all of a sudden. Well, I don't. Li- I, I really just like when a player g- gives a percentage of of what his health is because he doesn't have to. Well, but- my point in bringing that up, even though you clearly are fucking applying it to just, go against Stephen A. Smith in the mornings <laughs> oh on ESPN. I, I, my point is it's rare for an athlete to acknowledge his injury. And so my whole thing with betting Alabama, and it's like the Georgia flaw, uh, was I'm like, Georgia played them close. Yeah, but he wasn't the same guy, obviously. Hell, he wasn't even in there for the final drive. So that's a big difference. And it's not to say Jalen Hurts is bad. It's just not, he's not as good as a healthy Tua. And so if he's not healthy... Clemson, Clemson's right there. If he's healthy, I take Alabama. And so it's kind of like when we make those Missouri picks and we weren't sure about the weather. We weren't sure about Emmanuel Hall. We weren't sure about Albert O. You know, so I'm kind of guessing, fortunately for our contest, it doesn't matter. 
Uh, and I'm just going with the weatherman here, and the weatherman says take Clemson. So Clemson five and a half. Uh, he like for the record some additional plays on the totals, not an official pick, but he likes the first half under of thirty and a half, but he likes the overall over of fifty nine and a half. And especially I will look to play a second half over total. So there you go. I know people are looking for more from him. There you go. You got it. G unit, what are you on in the lock? I am on the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles plus six. That's a bonus pick from the weatherman, too. So you'll be happy to hear that. I got it at five and a half, but I guess Pete will give you a free half point. Oh, it's at five and a half. Wait, did you? It's, it's plus six, baby. Producer <laughs> Joe, you ought to do an investigation <laughs> oh, into this. Wait, you didn't get it at uh, five and a half. That's not a pod pick, is it? Uh, no, he just said oh, it was a bonus, bonus pick. So he likes him to win then because he said the only the only home team he expects to win is. Uh, yeah, I guess two. you're right. The Cowboys. Yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't even think about that. See, I disagree. I'm just reading emails. Plus yeah. 205 money line. But I, I mean, I, value. I like the six points, you know, and um, the 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 Chargers are the number one public bet, by the way. They're at 69 really? percent public right? bet. Yeah, Chargers, then That's Bears. That's surprising to me. Chargers, Bears, Colts, and Seahawks. That's the order. And Seahawks are only 51 percent. So that's a coin flip. Um, but you know, I, you just can't bet against the Seagulls team based on what what they've been doing. And I, it, it does scare me a little bit. I don't know how uh, how healthy our Golden Boy is, uh, Foles, but I, hope, I I expect him to be awesome again and to and to win this game outright. Lock of the week, producer Joe. Uh, I'm going to the FA Cup. It is taking place this weekend. Uh, I am going over the three-and-a-half Manchester United against Reading. There are 36 places that separate these two teams. Manchester United has been in fine, fine form since sacking Jose Mourinho. I will go over the three-and-a-half. It will be a, uh, a very different squad playing in this game for Manchester United, especially coming off of four games in the last uh, 11 days or so, uh, ahead of their trip to Dubai to uh, catch – some sun prior to next weekend against Spurs, but I will go over three and a half uh, of the Manchester United Reading game. There it is. I need to bet that now because I forget to bet your soccer plays until it's too late. Uh, Producer Joe's on the over of Manchester United and somebody else, uh, G Unit, is on uh, the Eagles plus six because Gangster Pete gives him free half points in every game. And notice he took a half point away from me in every game. And the weatherman is on Clemson. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out here performing for free this week is essentially what's going on. Hopefully he continues uh, the picks. I know he, t- I know the weatherman takes great pride in it, so I, uh, like he was very disappointed he couldn't get to 6-0. and But anyway, the reason I brought up Mississippi State, if any, anybody watched that? I watched him. I mean, what in the hell was that? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, they should have won the game. Yeah. Several like, times. It, like in a, yeah, in a big way. But, I mean, those things happen. Like I said, it's like so sometimes like I, I lost a, one of my four-game sweetheart teasers, which the weatherman officially frowns upon for the record, but it's my Mark bets. I'm done teasing. Yeah, you're Mississippi done, you're State out. was, was, a, oh, was, was a, a teaser. teaser. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was cover. A... And I, I sweetheart tease with uh, the Packers-Lions over. And what happens? Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. And, and who the hell was the guy that was, was their backup? He's Kaiser? Uh, Mark Kaiser? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he I mean, did okay a couple games last year, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. And my parents were up there and saw him play against the Saints, but it was the Saints' defense on the road. But uh, either way, he couldn't move the football, and so I'm going to lose that over, and I do lose that over. And so things happen in-game, and you alter. Mississippi State, I, that was just – I mean, the, the receiver literally caught a ball in the end zone to give them a larger lead. It bounces uh-huh. off his pads. Iowa intercepts it. I don't think they returned it for a touchdown, but it led to a touchdown. It's just one of those things, you know. I mean, the, the weird things happen, but most of the time in the bowls, you could see where things were going 
with flow. Oklahoma, I would say, was the biggest surprise. It didn't surprise me Penn State got closer. It really surprised me that Washington got closer based on how shitty their offense was. That surprised me. I didn't live bet it. I, li- I bet the over, <laughs> the under, excuse me, pregame, and I didn't live bet it. Urban just given one more middle finger on his way out. Is that, that what it was, to every... let somebody backdoor the Washington <laughs> yeah, cover? I well, mean, Chris Peterson's uh, odd punt uh, certainly helped the cause. Geez. But anyway, there it all is. Yeah, what the was that? What that was, was, I know. <laughs> I, was, I mean, and he's one of the best coaches in the game. It's like, wait, are, what are you, are you seeing the Are you same? playing to win or are you yeah. playing a backdoor cover? <laughs> I mean, what a bizarre move. We will see how it plays out here. There is now money between G-Unit and producer Joe. Uh, Weatherman, 66-37 and 37 on the year. Uh, G unit is 51 and 51, but producer Joe is holding on to second place at 53 and 52. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you to Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert.com. Mark Hanna of evergreen wealth strategies, James Carlton of the Carlton state farm insurance agency. And also to Mike Judy of Mike Judy productions, Mike Judy presents.com and Johnny Landoff Chevrolet. We're looking forward to bringing you another edition of the Tim McKernan show next week here on the inside STL podcast network.